Hello and welcome to my podcast, Blagging Motherhood. I am your host, Elisha. Join me as I discuss, talk, moan and maybe cry about all things parenting. And I mean the good, the bad and more importantly, the goddamn ugly. What up, legends? Welcome back. I'm so glad that you enjoyed the first episode. I've had amazing feedback, um, which has been quite overwhelming. Actually, I didn't think I would get such a good response. Actually, I, I didn't even think that that many people would listen to it. So thank you so much already. Um, so episode number two, I thought we'd start from the beginning, which is conception pregnancy that's the start of mother mother motherhood isn't it not the conception part not the sex part <laughs> but the pregnancy let's face it as soon as you become pregnant you are a mum you're a mum you have responsibilities you have to make sure that you're eating healthy and that you're taking your supplements you're not doing dangerous things and those responsibilities of being a, a good parent start from pregnancy. I mean, actually, you know, it might start before that because you could be taking supplements and things before you even try to get pregnant. So it already starts, doesn't it? But I mean, I think motherhood starts from the point of conception. I think we'd all agree that, right? So I'm going to just jump straight in with age of conception and pregnancy. Because let's face it, there's always pressure around when we should be pregnant, when we should have babies, what our best age is. And, you know, and there's that other thing as well, isn't there? And you've been in a relationship for X amount of years, so you're expected to be having babies at this point. Why haven't you got a baby yet? Are you going to have children soon? Oh, you know, your mum wants a grandchild. I mean, my mum never said that to me because <laughs> she was fairly traumatised from the first one. Bless her. I think she's only now just kind of uh, <laughs> recovering from that. I don't know. <laughs> but there is, I know that there's a, there's a lot of that and we are expected to have children once our relationship has hit a certain point or we reach a certain age. Now age is a difficult one because research changes all the fucking time doesn't it? One minute we're taught that in our 20s is the prime time to have children and then that kind of changes to the 30s and anything after kind of 35 is is kind of a no-go really. Um and obviously when I had Lewis I was 18. Well, you're still you're still growing yourself. You you've not even fully developed yet. Um and I mean when the fuck are we meant to have babies, right? When when are we meant to actually do it? I think that's a a difficult one, isn't it? For anybody to kind of put the perfect age to have children. Because don't get me fucking wrong. I was pregnant with Lewis at 18. And my lord, that pregnancy was a fucking dream. This time round at 32. Wait, how old am I? 31 was I? I was 31. Um, when I was pregnant with bum. And oh man, it killed me. 
nearly. Oh, I did not enjoy it one bit. And that's okay, I'm allowed to say that, all right, guys? We're allowed to admit that our pregnancies are shit. Just because you see them on the gram fucking living their best life, being pregnant and... And the skin's glowing, they're just looking beautiful. They don't have spots. They aren't throwing up. They aren't walking around as if they have shit themselves. Their legs aren't swollen. They're, they're still doing yoga under waterfalls and eating, eating, eating homemade granola and natural yogurt. Okay? Not all of us are like that. Some of us just want to sit in a bathtub and eat a toasty. Which, by the way, I did fucking do. All right? And look, we're all fucking different. But at the end of the day, we all produce the same thing. We all have a baby at the end. It doesn't matter about the journey. Because at the finish line, we all end up with the same thing. I'm completely digressing here. Let's bring it back, okay? It's okay to not like your pregnancy. And going back to the age thing, um, I think it's difficult to put that perfect age onto it, isn't it? For anyone. Because my two pregnancies were completely different. Is that age-related? I don't know. Was it more to do, like, psychosomatic? I was 18. I didn't really have a fucking clue what to expect during pregnancy. I had a slight bit of morning sickness and my ankle swelled um, later on in pregnancy. And I had that kind of the muscle ache, you know, because your, your muscles are kind of separating. That I had that. And that was pretty much it. I had gestational diabetes, actually, but that didn't really, that didn't affect me. I don't know what happened to my voice then. That didn't affect me. But, you know, this time round, it did. It really, really affected me. I had pelvic girdle pain from like 12 weeks. My heart rate was ridiculous. I was really poorly with my heart rate. It was ridiculously high. My iron levels were low. I had restless leg syndrome. Um... What else did I have? I was actually sick this time as well. I can't remember what else I had, but it was not good. So I had to stop working at about 20 weeks and that was at a push because I felt like that is what I should be doing. That is what society expects me to do. It's that whole, just because you're pregnant doesn't mean you can't work. When actually, fucking give me a break, you know? My body is going through fucking not hell it is going through some major changes right it let's okay let's put it like this your man gets man flu and he is on the sofa for god knows how long pretty much planning out his own funeral he's on the pearly gates knocking on the doors we, however, have to go through nine months of body changes, hormone changes, sickness fatigue. We have lack of body confidence. We lose friends. We, I will talk about that in a moment. And we're meant to just get on with it. We're meant to carry on, you know, feeding our 
the rest of the family like we normally would do we've got to go to work we've still got to maintain the house we've still got to look after ourselves we've got appointments to go to we've got to take our supplements you know you've got to take all your other meds if you're a little bit crazy like me I gotta take my antidepressants and then you're like worrying as well about do I take these antidepressants do I not how's this gonna affect my baby because then you get given all the information about withdrawal symptoms anyway what I'm trying to get at is it's it's hard isn't it and I just remember feeling like I'd failed because I had to quit work um because it was physically exhausting to go to work and painful and yeah there was a pressure on me absolutely there was pressure on me to stay in work and I get I get that not everybody is in a position to be able to say I'm not going to work because I can't and I 100% understand that okay but if you are lucky enough to not have to work for your own health why should we feel like we have to am I making sense at all the point that I'm trying to make is basically we need to make sure that we look after ourselves and to not take on the opinions or judgments of other people we shouldn't need to worry about what other people are going to think of us or you know kind of being that weakest link sort of scenario oh she can't deal with it so she quit a job just because she's pregnant there's been millions of women that are pregnant what about cave women that were pregnant I've heard that what about cave you know cave women were pregnant and they didn't have none of this and da 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 but hold on a fucking goddamn minute life was easier for cave women okay so you look back at the I don't know where I'm going with this conversation, but this is quite interesting, okay? So cave women and men, so the men would go off and hunt and ga- and, and and provide, okay? The women would gather, okay? Now in modern society, um, gathering things, getting things ready for their cave or the rest of it, whatever it is that they fucking live in, I don't know, Um that's what they would do okay they would make it warm or they would make it safe and you know stick some hay down or sticks or some baby can just be popped in that corner over there and that's what they would do we in modern society gather things like baby clothes we gather all of the cot and this that and the other and we gather things that that is what it's in our nature to do it because that's what our ancestors did and so don't I don't want to hear that well cave women dealt with it yeah they probably did but their life was a lot different you know they didn't have to go to work they didn't have the stress of modern society they had different stresses and I mean, you could argue the two cases, obviously, because of the medical, or the lack of medical input, obviously. But I'm just putting that out there, okay? So if we were to be a bit more like our ancestors, are 
So the men would go to work and provide, like your caveman would. Off he popped in his little um, loincloth. <laughs> Off he fucked to go and get himself some meat, some fish, some whatever it is, that is berries, whatever it is that they ate. And then the women would just gather shit together, all right, and make it look pretty. End of. Lovely job. But we don't have that now. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move on a bit. And I'm going to talk about... So I am going to be mentioning things like miscarriage and some... Might be some upsetting topics to some people. So it might be worth just either stopping now or skipping... Um, so pregnancy is stressful, isn't it? We've got all these goddamn hormones going everywhere and they play absolute fuckery with your mind. Absolute fuckery. You're, you're tired. Your hormones are changing. You've got all these appointments to remember. You, off you go to work. Um, but you're... So I was reading basically about um, prenatal depression and body confidence as well as friendship circles and all the rest of it. And also that miscarriage thing. Let's face it, within the first trimester, that is what we worry about the most is miscarriage. Especially for those poor families that have tried and tried and tried for so long or gone off and had IVF and God knows how long that's taken and then you are pregnant and you don't you don't get an instant I can't say this from experience because I've not had IVF I have been really really lucky I am super fertile and trust me that does not go um I am I am eternally grateful for that and it's not something that I just kind of is a throwaway comment. I know how lucky I am. I just want to specify that for anybody that is struggling. Um but you find out you're pregnant and it's oh my god, it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. But then you've got that first like three months of where you've got the heightened risk, haven't you, of miscarriage. And it's it's awful. It's an awful, awful feeling. I read that it's between 10 and 25% of women will miscarry. 25% of women will miscarry. That's a quarter of women that will, that will miscarry within their first trimester. That's a lot, isn't it? That really, really is. And I was quite shocked at that. I didn't look into kind of thereafter the fourth, uh, the third tri, Alicia, the first trimester, especially if it's your first as well. Okay, if if it's your first pregnancy and you don't really know what the hell is going on, what to expect, all you've heard is what your mates have said, or what you've read, or what you've seen on the telly, and trust me, all your soaps are full of fucking shit because it's not like that at all. Okay, and we all know that. So we've kind of got over our first trimester. Okay, brilliant. 12 week scan, everything's healthy. You've seen your little bean on that screen, and 
you can kind of relax a little bit because you know that your risk of, of miscarriage has um, decreased, okay? However, God, this is positive little podcast, isn't it? <laughs> However, pregnancy depression, okay? Prenatal depression. Now, I think that I suffered with a little bit of this throughout my pregnancy. I struggled with my body confidence. So I had a tummy tuck and I had a boob job some years back now. And I then went through pregnancy and I panicked about what state my body would be in afterwards. I say state, that's not really a nice way of putting it. But I was worried about how I would look afterwards. And that's awful, isn't it, really? Why should I be worried about... I mean, I was worried beforehand, obviously. Otherwise, I wouldn't have got the surgery. It's clearly on my mind. I am one of these people. I will put my hands up. I am aware of the way that I look. And I'm very... I'm not narcissistic. That's not the right word at all. I'm just aware of it, okay? So it really bothered me throughout my pregnancy that I was then going to end up with um, an overhang again and that, you know, I really wanted to breastfeed, but I was really worried about my tits going saggy again. And so I had this kind of constant battle in my mind of, well, it's all right, I'll just get, I'll just get surgery again. If it happens, I will just get surgery again. So I would be more than happy to put my body through a, a huge operation again and you know, put myself back into debt again for aesthetic reasons. And I know that at the moment there is a lot of body confidence. What's the word? Alicia, what is the word? Content out there. However, that doesn't always change the way that we actually do feel. I I, um, I take my hat off to the women that truly can be happy in their own skin because... What a wonderful place to be. But anyway, let's move on because I'm I'm rambling on about myself again. So there's a lot of things that go on in pregnancy that, that men simply don't have to deal with. And women are given flack for it. You know, we're, we're just kind of told to literally get on with it get on with it you're pregnant like there's been a million other women that's been pregnant I don't give a shit nobody's been pregnant with my baby and that makes a, everything completely different doesn't it nobody has been pregnant with my baby that really changes everything so we're going through pregnancy we're all going fucking mad we're throwing up we're wetting ourselves our thighs are chafing we're living our best lives. And then you go and see the friends that are still kind of hanging around with you. And you know what? Do you know what they say to you? Wow, you're huge. <sighs> Thanks, bitch. That is exactly what I wanted to fucking hear. Now, I'm no flower, okay? But no other time would you say to somebody, Oh my God, you're so big. Wow, that is a big bump. See how big your belly is? Nobody would say that to you. And if they do, you need to get rid of those people. 
you need to you need to get rid of those people okay um it why do people feel the need to say that i don't know uh, i really don't know and then it's oh it's gonna be a big baby it's gonna be a big baby isn't it i don't fucking know it's not here and does it really matter i mean does it really matter how big this baby is i mean as long as it's got a healthy pair of lungs and it's got 10 fingers 10 toes and it's healthy does it really fucking matter you know i remember i remember doing the the the, the facebook post and the instagram post um with bum and i didn't put his weight I don't think I did on my Instagram. I know that I didn't on my Facebook. I didn't put the weight of him because he was £9.8, okay? And even now, when people say, oh, what was he born? He was £9.8, but he come out the sunroof. But why do I feel the need to say that? What, because people are instantly going to think that my vagina echoes if I gave birth naturally to a £9.8 baby. I mean, fucking hell. Again, does it matter the size of my baby? I still have issues with this. I still do. Because it is an instant... Ooh, what a bruiser. Yeah, yeah, I did good. I, I baked him real good. I mean... You don't go into Tesco's and pick up a skinny chicken, do you? You're going to go for the biggest and the juiciest one, let's face it. Oh, fuck it, you know? Oh, man. It's, it's literally one thing after another, isn't it? Okay, so I mentioned before about loneliness during pregnancy. This is a really, really common thing, okay? So I was looking, again, on the internet about... Well, it was the prenatal depression um, and also feeling lonely. And on the um, flowhealth.com website, it says that it's really, really common and it promotes you making new mum friends and normalising it, okay? I didn't hear anything about feeling lonely in pregnancy until I was. Nobody talks about it. Literally nobody talks about it. I didn't know that was a thing. I went into this pregnancy. I went not into this pregnancy because I'm not pregnant, but I went into my pregnancy with bum really naively because my first pregnancy was so good that the actual pregnancy, the other experiences around me were, were shit, to say the least. But I went into this one really naively okay I was lonely I was very lonely I cried a lot and I don't think it helped that I was so poorly my iron was really low I nearly had an iron infusion my heart rate was really high that I was completely knackered all the time I slept so much which in itself sounds brilliant now but at the time I couldn't plan anything I couldn't go out I was sick of being in my bed. I remember crying, thinking, I am sick of being in this bed. This isn't how I wanted my pregnancy to be. I started pregnancy yoga and I couldn't finish it because 
I would be so tired in the evenings. There was no way that I was going to drag my fat ass out to do uh, pregnancy yoga. Um, however, little shout out for Ruth Bennett. She does pregnancy yoga. She also does uh, yoga for you and your babies as well. And she's super lovely. She is a qualified um, physio and she does a lot around women's health and kind of post-pregnancy MOTs and things. Um, If I remember, I will add Instagram profile into the show notes. So I, I was really lonely and so I didn't see a lot of my friends. And then they kind of, because you're constantly, oh, I'm so tired, I'm so poorly, I'm sorry. You just don't hear from them. And that that's okay. They've got their own bloody lives. I get that, okay? But it's also kind of like, like nobody's, nobody cares almost. Ugh, you know, it's a, it's a difficult one for everyone, isn't it? Thank you for joining me on today's episode. If you enjoy the pod, please click on the download button like and give me a review as it really helps me get it out there also if you're on instagram please give this episode a little screenshot and tag me i'm on instagram at mum underscore unfiltered thank you so so much Mm -hmm.